0: All right, thank you. That was really kind. Um, Dan to, yeah, I, did, I used to go to that gateway. You know, when I first came in, I found that meeting. I would go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday there was this nooner's meeting. And the only reason I'm bringing it up now is because um, my life is pretty chaotic, what I do. Like, there's no, no schedule. Um, everything's always changing. But... For years like that, that did not change. Like I just, my Monday through Friday schedule was the same, um, even Sunday at the men's meeting, and even my sponsors, they don't change. Like I've had two, one my first sponsor, and now my current sponsor. So I'll refer to them like that as I speak. But um, <laughs> so I'll try to, you know, how, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. I'll tell you this, like, I was not all together before. I was not all together when I got here. And I'm not all together now. <laughs> but what I think this like story will be, and it's just a story, is my journey on becoming aware of how I'm not all together. And when I, when I say aware, it implies to me, this is how I take it, aware, is is an implied action. Like I'm aware of something, I try to change it. I'm aware, I talk to my sponsor. So, that's that. It, that is a progression it, it has come to, um, and which would not be possible without without putting down the drink. So, um, you know, not altogether as a kid. I, I just, I, I don't know. I've got this it, into this habit of, of a big thing of my character to be fake is hiding things. Like I would just. Um, something from my dad. My dad was an alcoholic, and I was always just fearful. Like, I had to present, like, my best, best grades to him. And that was the biggest, biggest thing. So as a second grader, I would hide my, hide my papers. That If they weren't a check plus plus, uh, if they were a check or check minus, I just didn't show it. And um, if there wasn't an A, I wouldn't show my grade to him. And I wouldn't get beat or anything, but I was just, like, kind of scared. Like, I'm just – I didn't want to um, – Maybe just disappointed. I didn't want to hear like what I had to do next, and um, so I don't know. That that hiding is is it was ingrained in me. I don't know. Like I, I know people say, and I and I believe them. I relate to people that say like um, not showing who you really are. Like if somebody asked me as a is a middle schooler, a high schooler, even high school, like what's your favorite movie, or do you like this movie, I'm trying to think like. I wonder what, what do they want me to say? What do they think about this movie? I could not answer anything like authentically. Um, And then my mom, I guess her codependency, I picked up worrying about what other people think, like it's something just to do. So I'm like, I'm not honest, I'm lying, and I'm not even good at lying. Like when I I hit all those papers in second grade, like my Miss Hall, Found them. She's like Neil. Why are these papers here? You need to go home and show it to your mom, and or your parents. I took the bag and just like hid it in my closet. And I was so bad. That, like two months later, my mom's like, Why are all these papers? Like, Why aren't you showing this to me? I was really bad at like. I can never like really cover my tracks. You know? um, but anyway. So like, um, you know, my thing with my, my first sponsor pointed out that I was powerless over alcohol in about the, the sixth, seventh grade, because that's when I actively took a role in trying to get my dad to stop drinking. It seemed be like a big like big part of my um, my mission and what I needed to get done. So, you know, that there was always that in the background and then always like me trying to perform and do well. I never really, you know, really Lived out. People think like Indian kids are really smart, but I'm not that like smart kid. <laughs> like <laughs> I know a lot of those kids, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> and my parents know a lot. I got reminded of it. But uh, but um, you know somehow I made it through. Like uh, and I've got a younger sister too. Uh, just to let you know she'll probably come up at some point. But um, you know in, in high school, I, I'll I'll say like my first. Uh, I was extremely shy, like so shy that I could be in a room of like three people, and I'd want to say something, but I was too shy to say it. Mainly because I don't know if it's the right thing to say. Um, and junior year, um, spring break, that's when I found alcohol, right? And um, alcohol worked; it, it did really did do what I needed to do. Like it, it, I just was not so worried about what I was what I was doing. Um, and I was so worried about so self conscious I was like I could talk to people, like all these things, of course, that like many people many people share about, so it wasn't like a regular drink I was in high school, I was pretty focused because you know before I think high school, I was doing stuff for my dad, I think like my parents do do good in high school. it clicked like if I don't do good, I'm not going to go to a good college. so I was able to perform pretty well, like I got, got what I needed to do and my, my one high school experience, I'll just, I'll, I'll mention, is like my frustration with my dad is, um, so the SAT, right, he was like big on prepping, and I did a lot of like stuff with him on math, and I got, the, I got my report card, or, or the, the grade, whatever. I missed two questions on my math. So I was really happy, like look, look what I did. and He looks at it and he's like, if you wouldn't have messed around, you would have got a perfect score. And he walked away, and he apologized, later, but I really don't think he, he meant it, the apology, but <laughs> that was, uh, um, I didn't think that would get to laugh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I got into, I went to college, and, you know, I started as a chem major, chemical engineering, my dad was an engineer, and I, I I don't know if it was like because of that, but you know, I, in college, like typical freshman year, like I, there was an early morning math class I didn't want to take, so I dropped out of that major pretty quickly. Um, and I think I only did it because it was like, it seemed hard, it seemed difficult. I liked doing that just to maybe set myself up or like, or what, and I, I dropped it and then I, um, I transferred. And when I transferred, to, I transferred to Carolina And what uh, what had happened is my drinking definitely picked up. Like, as soon as I got got into that school, I would not go to class. I would would drink instead, or, you know, I just really, like, flaky on how I would do. And I tried to do good at at times, because I knew I needed to get a job. Um, And, you know, sometimes it worked. So, you know, drinking picked up, and then... This is how, like, where the hiding really comes in. Because like, I've been a lot on relationships now, like, with my sponsor, just working on, on relationships, because lack thereof, because of my past. Um, so junior year, there's a girl I dated for about two, three years. and So hiding, I withdrew from, from the semester from Carolina. Didn't tell my roommates, didn't tell her. I'd walk around campus with this notebook, like, pretending I'm going to class. <laughs> I'd still even hop into classes. Like, you know, I thought when you hide something, it's easy, Right? You, you hide like M&Ms underneath, the, underneath like a pillow, it's like, okay, I'm, I don't need to worry about it. I'll, if I want them, I'll get them. When you hide something like I was hiding, it's very, it's hard work. It's like very difficult to like keep, that, keep it hidden. Um, and I took that effort though. Like, and I, I lied to her so much about, I just was 50% honest at, at best. Right? So I didn't really know how to be honest. I wasn't even honest with my, my friends, but her, I remember particularly like it was a big deal because as much as we went out, I don't know why I, why I felt the need to like lie so much about things that just, you know, you, you don't need to lie about. But anyway, so, you know, I finished, I finished school and I ended up with two degrees. It, it took me six years, but I got two degrees, so. Um, i this was I, I have trouble getting a job afterwards, and it was a hard time because me and my dad, I was back at home, and I really was just like, uh, like if you quit drinking, like my life would not be like this like it just was it was ingrained in me like you, if you stopped this was like the whole battle like throughout my life like and, and the thing is, I got a lot of stuff out of him like work ethic, like, you know, get things done. My mom, too, she was very honest. Both of them were very honest. Like, I don't know why, uh, why I chose this, like, I felt like I need to be dishonest to everybody. But, um, so this was at 24. I was looking for a job. You know, I hate the job search, because I still get, like, ugh, like chills, like, thinking about it. <laughs> it, it was not fun for me. Um, but he passed away when I was 24. And I remember, like that, uh, like with him, huge love hate relationship. So when you have that much hate, it's really that I loved him so much. I and mean, we we always had this like bond. Like we would still hug each other and stuff. And like I love you, I love you. Like it was just it was just part of the it was part of the relationship, but part of like just you know dysfunctional relationship, I guess. Uh, so he passed away, and the last memory I have because it was all of a sudden. In the hospital, he's like, he had an aneurysm. Nobody knew it was an aneurysm. I just thought he passed out. So did my mom. He was in the hospital. He woke up for a second, and he, I don't know if he was conscious or not, but I just remember I pushed him down to like, kind of like, get back in in bed. It was, I used some vulgar language, of course. But um, that was it. That was like the last thing I said to him. And, uh, but I still thought, like, we thought, like, okay, this is good. Like, he'll wake up. He'll have to go to rehab. Um, and it was done, like, that was not happening. So, I don't know, I was <clears throat> finding a job. Um, I found this, like, kind of tech thing. I'm not tech, that's another thing. Indians are all tech. People are already assume, like, you work in IT? I'm like, no. But, like, I I'm, a, I'm a developer, and what kind of developer are you? It's was like, LAN, not like, like, Pascal. That's the only language I remember I took that in high school. Um, but, um, so, he, he died. I got, like, motivated. I wrote this book. So, I wrote a book. It started with me, just my, like, my relationship with my dad and how it was going to be. And then it kind of grew into this, like, a bigger thing. Um, like, a lot of, like, a lot of topics. A lot of, like, I don't know, racism, like, education, like, just whatever. And then I had a, my family in New York. New Jersey, they had a printing press. So I'm like, I'm going to go to New York. And my mom's like, all right. Um, she wasn't like, all right. She was like, like she didn't want me to, but um, I did. And so this is 2021. 2020, 2001, sorry. Um, so I start, I start like, I don't have much money. And I have friends there I'm kind of living in. I had a buddy who was working at Goldman Sachs in Battery Park, so I crashed with him. I was hitting up friends for money, and my mom, I tried to get her to send me money. And, um, eventually kind of ran out, but I'd be at bars, and uh, just drinking, my drinking certainly picked up. And I usually I always find somebody to, to cover my tab. It was kind of weird. Like, I'd start talking about the book. I'd have a book. I'd have my dad's old, like, Samsonite briefcase. It's black. It just seemed like this, like, people were probably, like, curious to, like, Who's this weird kid, like talking about this stuff. Like, I think they just felt sorry for me, so to covered my tap. But so I, I get contacts. I don't know why I would get contacts. Um, uh, and like bankers, like restaurant people, taxi, taxi cab drivers. I, I was getting contacts to to build this database to like work on this book. And then I'm thinking, oh, I'm in New York. Like, it just hit me one day. I'm like, oh, I went to ABC Studio. I got like Peter Jennings secretary's number. And I got Charlie Gibson's secretary's number. I went to BET, went up, somehow I just got up there, talked to some creative directors. Everyone's like, oh, this is a really cool book. And then I went to MTV, like, talked to Carson Daly, like, his assistant, like, the guy was like, do you want to go see TRL? And I'm like, no, dude, I just want to, I want to, I got this book, know. I, I, I don't give a shit about TRL. <laughs> that was Total Request Live. I don't, know, most of you, a lot of you are probably too young for that, but. Uh, <laughs> um, and, then, and then it just kind of like fell, like, okay, no money, my mom's like, you got to come home, because it was like three months, and friends are also kind of tired of me. So I come back, and that, like, I was drinking enough where I was supposed to go to AA, my first meeting. Um, but I got back in September and it it was September 10th. I crashed at my buddies and then of course 9-11 happened that next day. So with that chaos, like I just didn't, it just got forgotten and we had to do a deal with like other stuff. But so then I ended up taking this job in Charlotte. I did get a girlfriend right before, uh, I moved to Charlotte. She stayed in Raleigh, um, And it was like you know she had there was a version for her there was a version I presented in Charlotte I always had these different versions going on and um, all I say all I say about Charlotte is I found the right consulting company like they I start at the bottom and that's what I do if I I have this drive I will I'll get promoted 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 until it's like a house of cards because I'm just like and eventually after three four years it's like it was also the right company because it was very um, alcohol encouraged. Like, I actually went to a luau and then like passed out. My director somehow crashed at his house. I didn't know where I was when I woke up. But anyways, I got promoted like right after that. <laughs> <laughs> it really was basically like that. Um, so it was really strange. But it, and I'm, all my friends from college, I was drinking a lot more daily. Um, still not like I'm like I'm not definitely not an alcoholic. Nobody's friends aren't questioning. They just might say like, hey, you need to. Why don't you drink like so and so, like one of our other buddies? And uh, so I would try it. Um, so my drinking picked up in Charlotte. I moved to uh, back to Raleigh because I got married to that girl who was still with me, even though like we would try to break up with each other, but it didn't work. And um, so I moved back to Raleigh, and I'll remember this um, very like vividly. I was at our wedding it was after the wedding we're taking photos and I'm just thinking like how's God going to fix this like I did not want to be married and you know it was why I would even get into that situation that's just how I was like it was like all my friends were getting married she's an attorney families well I got along with her her dad really well like he was really cool Um, and then they were friends with my mom right And it just kind of like I just, before I knew it, like, that's where I was, and, you know, I never thought, so that same kind of hiding I always did, it was still in marriage, and, um, and it wasn't, like, in marriage, not even, like, um, adultery, it was just, like, lying about, like, not paying HOA Dudes. and then having an attorney like trying to give us a letter like you owe us a bunch of money we're gonna take the house it was like a rental house and like i wouldn't tell her and then she'd find out it's just like the same thing with like my parents right i wouldn't say anything and eventually i got found out and i don't know i had no no reason to lie but i did and um so eventually that you know that didn't didn't uh, we're not together <laughs> she's not in this room supporting me I'll tell you that much no but we do have a good relationship now but we, we did have a, um, a kid and so when I when I you know when I was married my drinking really got bad and what I'll say before I got in I guess I haven't really talked about stories about my drinking but um, when I came back like I would I would drink with friends every day and I would have lunch with friends, and I would make sure I only had like one and a half during lunch. So me leaving that half like convinced me that I was not an alcoholic. As long as I could do this, this was also like 2007, and so I was like doing. I got into a business, and like I, I was pretty like exposed. Like we had just it was stuff was really going, going, going. Um, And my drinking was just like, I would have like these networking events, like very social. um, And it was fun. And 2008, February, March, something happened in March. Like one, one of the businesses didn't do well. And it was also in conjunction with the crash, but really my stuff was not related to the crash. I had this anxiety attack that like took me out like pretty bad. And my father and I would say, like, why are you so, like, anxious? Like, why are you so so worried? Like, everything you're doing, like, you, it's still, like, doable. But to me, I couldn't see anything. I just thought, like, we were building a house, and I'm like, I can't build a house anymore. I can't build here. I can't. Whatever I was going to do, I had to, like, reverse. And, um, and all of a sudden, it was, like, April, May, and now I'm drinking only by myself. Like, every day, at either McGregor Ale House, the GOAT, <laughs> or um, Well actually I had a, I had a gas station in Selma. So I would be driving to to Longhorn Steakhouse. I would drink there, I'd get to Selma, there was an Applebee's, I'd drink there, I'd come back, Longhorn, drink there, and come home. Like it was just like I like um I did get pulled at the end, but didn't get a ticket, he had another call. I must have got pulled like seven times in my college, like career and I was just, like either like, hey, switch with your buddy, he looks more sober, or get out of the car, like, wait 30 minutes, or, or leave your car, you can't drive. It was always, like, like stuff like that. Um, but, um, and, you know, good or bad, I think, I could have been here earlier, I don't know. But, um, save me money, at least. But, um, so, right, so, I, my son was born in August. August 2008, and I was drinking so bad prior, but I was like, once he's born, that's when I quit, because I'm not going to be like my dad, and of course he was born, and I remember in the hospital, I was probably like a day and a half dry, because she had a C-section, so we stayed there a little bit longer, and when he was born... I was outside of the window. I saw him before my wife. And I held him. And I was so anxious. I was, I wanted to just give him back. Because I'm like, I can't do this. Like, why do we have this kid? Like, there's. No, I've never been more fearful in my life. Like, People are like, oh, it's the happiest day of my life. And I'm like, you were born. I'm like, it was just like the worst day of my life, really. I have never told them that, but, um, <laughs> but it was. And so we got home, and my drinking just like, boom, it picked right back up. Like, so my drinking was there. So now it was kind of like, I'd get in these moments of like, she's like, I'm going to leave. And it would kind of scare me. But... I would still go at lunch. Of course, lunch now, I'm like, I'm trying to drink a beer and a half for months now, and I I can't do it. Um, It's like, usually it's like eight, 12, 14, I don't even know. Um, Wife had all the numbers for all the bars. Like She'd be like, Anil, are you here? I'm like, no, I'm not here. um, It was like, it was pretty bad. I remember I show people like, like, oh, my son is like, he's he's just, he's a little baby now. And like these two dudes I remember (laughs) in particular. They're like, well, why aren't you with him? <laughs> I'm like, like <laughs> and I really did rationalize. This was like my rational thought it was like, I have four years until he'll start remembering stuff, so I can deal with this. Like, I got four years before I have to really quit. Because no, no, babe, no adult remembers when they were four, right? Most of them. Some I mean, of them are like super smart. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so. The last straw, I got it. She's like, you go, or I'm, I'm leaving. To so I found... I was, drunk when, I was drunk when that call happened. It was Monday night. Um, and September 29th, I went to Hayes Bar in the beginners meeting. And they're like, I'm crying the whole time. Um, I did start in the beginning, because there was a seat. And they're like... Is anything new? I'm like, yeah, my name's Nick, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was drunk, too, and I was so worried, like, somebody's going to know me from here, I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, um, of course, i got to worry about what other people think, right? Um, and uh, So then I, I was crying the whole meeting. They, so that meeting, if you don't know, is a beginner's meeting, then the 8 o'clock meeting right after. So I stayed, because I was talking to people outside, smoking. And because um, anybody new? I'm like, yeah, my name is Neil. I'm an alcoholic. Neil, I thought your name was Nick. And I'm like, No, it's Neil. Um, so that day I was drinking. So September 30th, 2008, that's my sobriety day. Um, and I have a sponsor. I have a counselor. I have a therapist. I, like I really do. I probably need. I definitely need all three. So, um, so then my my journey started and I, uh, my. First sponsor. Before he was my sponsor, he said something that's very common, but it was like, it blew me away. It didn't blow me away, actually. It was just like, he said, uh, if you if you want what we have, do the things that we do. And to me, that's like, oh, that's like transitive property of equality. Like, it's an axiom. Like, if, if I want to get sober, I just have to do what you do. And it's one of those things, like, when I get something in my head, then... It's like, it doesn't go away until I get it. It's, um, it's to my advantage when I want to get sober, but when I mess up or like have a bad conversation, it's like this mental obsession I can't stop. And like, it takes me a while, which I'm getting better at. Um, but when he said that, cause I like, when I transferred from state to Carolina, like I didn't get in um, because my grades from freshman year were not that good. So I drove down to admissions, talked to the dean, and I convinced her, like, if I take these two higher level, like physics two and some other class, if I get A's, will you let me in? And she was like, yeah. So I go, I take my summer school. I got two A's. I, like, I knew I would, because that's just, I, I'm like, that's how I am. So I go back, and I, like, slam that piece of paper down. <laughs> Goodwill hunting didn't come out, so I didn't say the Apple line. But I was like, I was like, I got it, I got it, and she was just kind of shocked. that I got into Carolina. It's one of those things. I do all this work, kind of like when I was working at consulting. I do all this work to get in, but then I blow it because I don't really. It's like I don't know. Like I, just started, I, like I said, I drank, I withdrew that semester. But this made sense. My sponsor was like, okay, I can do this. I'll go to meetings. I'll do whatever you say. I was very willing um, and taking suggestions. And, and, you know, early sobriety for me was not, not terrible. It was the first few months were like, of course, withdrawal, like, you know, too much caffeine, too much coffee, right? A lot of 8 o'clock meetings. But uh, I got into my routine and I would say everything was good. And, the, like, the hiding came up uh, get, but it was still there. Like it wasn't so bad for the A. Like I was able to be honest. But I found that there's like I go through the steps. I had a year and a half when I finished, and I'm thinking like I went through the steps. As I reflect back, and not like now, it didn't take me long. I really went through like 50 percent. Like I thought I was at 100 percent. Like I'm really done with these steps. Like I did them, but like my my mind is still like was so like clouded. I still didn't really know, like, I definitely knew more my first three years than I know now. And, and I would share about that. Like, I would, I had really good shares, and I think I kind of, I plateaued at some point, like year three, because I could go to meetings, I was going to a lot of meetings. Those three, I picked up a 6.30 a.m. meeting, um, and sponsor, I could share. But I wasn't really doing this, like, internal work. I wasn't using my sponsor. In that capacity, it was like very like eh, uh, circumstantial. If I needed it, we'll talk. Um, So um, the uh, the relationship after three years. This is kind of when I plateaued. So I was really not emotionally sober. I got a divorce. I I blew up the marriage and. It was really not great, and my son was three and a half. And but I really wanted that divorce. Like I could have done it much healthier way, Um, but I never. I regretted how I did it, but I'm. I'm, I think we're both happy that 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 it happened. But um, then, like my with, I would say at about. So this issue with like loving, loving people, relationships. I, I, I didn't figure it out. I, I was the same with every person prior, for my wife even like forward, I, I had not changed. Um, that girl girlfriend I had in in Ch- Chapel Hill, she she was and I tend to actually gravi- gravitate and pe- like invite people that are um, relationships that are they're healthy like people um, they're they're like the women are are nice they're they're smart they're. Um, they're caring, and so it's you know it was always, it's always been like less about me finding the right person, more about me being the right person. But so that girl from Chapel Hill, like she was pretty beautiful. Um, and well, I say that because even today I'll get t- like she'll post something, and a friend, a couple of, one of my friends will snapshot it and send it to a thread, and like like damn, Anil, you messed up on this one, <laughs> and like <laughs> and I'll see it. And you know, when I look at her, I get this chill because it's like, all I see is like what an empty vessel I was when I was with her. Like it was, I just gave her nothing like it. And, and that's kind of what, not much has changed, even three years sober. But what, when, what changed? Um, My son was about five and a half or six. I don't, I don't know. And something, I remember because I was sharing that it feels like, I was sharing a, few, a couple guys, like, it feels like something broke and like, uh, now I'm like, I'm able to like love. And he was the first person that I, I loved completely. And he was five and a half. Like, I knew I was supposed to love him prior to that. And I did. Like, you would not guess, right? Like, any dad, like, look at my son. He's like, and, like all this stuff and, you know, getting him stuff. Um, but no, I really, after that moment, it shifted. And that bled into other relationships. Like, it is, it was amazing that now I could see um, how, like, it, it is to, like, have somebody you really love. And, um, like, now, he, like, he's 15 now. Um, a great relationship. And... And I can really be there and like, I can really shift from where, the way my dad was treating me. I've kind of broke that. And prior to, to, to me having that awareness at six or whatever, um, or him being six, I was on that same route of like yelling at him for not doing good at math or training him in soccer and yelling at him for like not doing something. And that shift happened where now I'm a, I was able to not yell, talk to him anymore, uh, the way I would, have wanted, I would have wanted my dad to have talked to me. And that happened because of my, my first sponsor, but more so like my current sponsor. It's like when I'm starting to talk to him more and more and more, like I talked to him about four times a week, maybe five. And I'm finding more and more it's, less about me sharing because I'm always willing to share. It's more about having a sponsor who's willing to take all my calls and spend like 30 minutes, 45 minutes um, if needed. So I have this person now who's helping me with my son with the other relationships that were going on. And this relationship seemed to get better and that that was a, a big deal because I'm always trying to hide. I'm trying to like not show people who I am, so now I've been able to do that, and it's 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 moving into other um, other places, and I think the other big thing was my step two, step three, um, really just like step eleven, right? For that conscious contact and um, you know meditation, prayer, self-seeking taken separately are, are are great but logically interwoven it provides this unshakable foundation and that's really what I'm, I'm doing with the exposing like talking to my sponsor and like but the prayer meditation I bring that up because you know I have sponsees that are step two and three my first sponsor was like this is for The philosophers of the program like you can just stay in those steps for three months six months eight months like debating like does God doesn't God like I don't know like let's talk about the cosmos and and I just like I don't I'm like whatever it is I don't care we're going to step four we're moving on you can all you everyone comes back I feel like everyone comes back to this like relationship and you know that's at least what I did and I've got a good, like, at the core, that's where it all is for me. Um, my morning prayer is very simple God, please guide me in your direction. I say it out loud now for six months, only because my sponsor was like, why don't you try saying your prayer out loud? And then I say other stuff, like, uh, to surrender and accept my power over alcohol, and I got like two or three other things. And then I invite self love. That's it. Five ohms, and I'm like meditating then. And I have a reader, so I read. That's like my routine that I do every day, and um, it sets me up. I've been doing it for a long time now. Um, But uh... I only got five minutes. So. There was something else I know I wanted to say, but. No. I think I'll end. I have like a favorite paragraph. I'm not, I don't memorize lines that well. But um, I, I wholeheartedly believe this, and I feel like it is the most uh, uh, important thing. On page 88, it works, it really does. So my life has changed. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, you know, I see so many people like like that beginners meeting. I saw Danta like going from red eye to like white eye glowing, and my sponsor would say like people we we heal too easily because like at day three you look at somebody and it's like oh hey John like nice to meet you, and then like thirty two days later it's like. Uh, hey, my name's Neil, and we met, He's like, it's me, John. It a completely different person. It's like 32 days and guy looks like, he's like, yeah. face is a complexion, is like back to normal. Like, eyes are not red. And he's just like, smiling. And we, like, he said we heal too quickly because we get so, like, physically better so fast. And it's like, am I really an alcoholic? And um, the one thing I don't, I don't, I believe because of my relationship with my dad, like, once I came in, the switch was like, I am an alcoholic, I don't want to be like be like that, and um, it's hard to like, I can't like transfer that to sponsees, because it's just my experience, and you know, sponsees go through whatever they go through, and sometimes they stay, sometimes they don't, but then, then they do stay, and it's just like this, this growing thing, but I really used to think like meetings, sponsoring would keep me, uh, it'll keep me sober, but this awareness of how I'm still not all together, it requires like a little more work, a little more, uh, I, I need a sponsor for that. I need a daily, I need a regular communication on, on. man, my mom said this and like, um, I, I cussed her out and like, he's like, why'd you do that? And like, and like, this anger thing or like with my son, like he'll do something. And then I'm slowly being more aware. So the thing about awareness over... Um, I will end on time. Uh, awareness of why, why I'm still not all together is, is I'm able to see these things. They'll always come through. I will, always want to hide first. I always want to lie first. And now I can make decisions to like, oh, you don't have to do that. Um, and I can I can slowly make these right decisions. And, and that's where I'm at. And... Um, you know like it's it truly is like one of those things like i couldn't could not do without you, like you know, without people sharing themselves and like um, what's really going on or the, their past there's just there's no way I would have progressed from like I came into here like still hating my dad, hate feeling sorry for myself because my dad died when I was twenty four this like pity party that all these things I've been able to progress in. Um, yeah, it's time. So thanks.